Hi, and welcome to From a Full Cup. I'm your host, Natalie Mullen, a certified wellness educator, speaker, facilitator, and teacher. From a Full Cup is a mental wellness education podcast that helps women prioritize their wellness and put themselves first because you can't pour from an empty cup. I present unique wellness tips and strategies in ways that are relatable and practical and can be adopted for your lifestyle. Whether I'm speaking at an event, facilitating a workshop, or coaching clients, I'm passionate about helping women dream big, take action, and move the needle forward to achieve the life they want. Now, let's get started. Hey y'all, this is my 47th episode. Woohoo! I am so happy you're here, and today we are talking about forgiving yourself. I hope you find this episode helpful, and if you do, please share it via text, WhatsApp, or IG with someone who might benefit from it. Now, before we get started, I want to do a wellness check. This is a time to check in with yourself and just see how you're doing. A moment to pause, reflect, and just touch base with yourself. And rate yourself. 1 to 10. How is your joy? How is your energy? How is your well-being? So last week we were talking about mind-body connection and how it can be used to overcome anxiety and fears and I really enjoyed that interview and I hope you did too. I've been learning a lot about the mind-body connection lately and I've been putting it into practice and I'm definitely starting to notice a difference in my overall well-being. Now, I'm still not at the point of doing yoga and I'm not sure that's on the cards for me, but definitely slowing down to think about how things are feeling in my body, how I can release tension in my body, how I can incorporate the body into guided meditations. And I will say, I really do feel like that connection reinforces the transformation that I am constantly trying to make. All right, so digging into today's episode, I want to ask you, have you ever done something that you felt horrible about afterwards? It could be maybe a mistake that you've made or just a wrong decision or a wrong choice or a choice that leads to a disastrous outcome. If you've ever gone through that, it can be really difficult to forgive yourself. A few years ago, I made a choice, and at that time, I felt the choice was right at the moment. But it had a completely negative outcome. Even though I had weighed the pros and cons of making that decision, I could never have imagined how everything would spiral out of control afterwards. And then I was left to kind of sit with the aftermath. And I couldn't help thinking if I hadn't made that choice, perhaps the outcome would have been different. Now, there's no way to know that for sure. And honestly, that's what makes it worse because you play the coulda, woulda, shoulda, what woulda happened if I hadn't a game. And that second guessing yourself and wanting to go back in the past and change things and beating yourself up can take you down a very dark path because at the end of the day, you can never change the past. And for myself, and I think a lot of people, it can be easier to forgive other people than yourself. Because when you make a decision or a choice or an action or behavior or whatever it is for your particular situation, that you end up no longer 
enjoying or no longer feeling confident in, you end up carrying around the memory of that every single day. And, you know, for myself, I had to work really hard to forgive myself for making a wrong decision because I was just stuck in the past for quite a long time. I just couldn't move forward because, again, I just kept wondering, well, what if I had done something different? And I remember a friend told me once that time is a healer and time is a revealer. And I'll never forget that quote, and I think it remains true. Time is so important on our healing journey to forgive ourselves. And I'm also going to talk, though, throughout this episode about other strategies that can help us to move along faster and further on that healing journey. And some people might ask themselves, well, why is forgiving yourself even important? They might say that, you know, you should feel guilty or that they should feel guilty and that they should remain in a place of shame. But I truly feel that forgiving oneself is essential because this is where self-compassion and personal growth develops. When you hold on to guilt or shame or self-blame, it's like walking around pulling a heavy anchor. You get weighed down mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and even physically, and it impacts your overall well-being. Now, forgiving yourself is not about making an excuse or not accepting what's happened. It is about accepting what's happened, but giving yourself self-compassion and through forgiveness, releasing that burden. Because the thing is, without self-forgiveness, we carry the past into our present. And so how can we ever achieve our full potential? How can we ever show up authentically? How can we ever grow and evolve? When you make a wrong choice and you're struggling to forgive yourself, it impacts your mindset. It keeps you stuck and in the past, you're unable to move forward. And studies have shown that unresolved guilt and self-condemnation, they can lead us to stress, depression, and anxiety. So this clouds your thinking and it causes you to react to things irrationally. And it can also show up as migraines or physical tension in the body, stomach cramps, nausea, or even insomnia, or sometimes all of those at the same time. So it can really take a toll on you. Now, when you think about forgiving your own selves, one of the challenges is that people believe that holding on to guilt somehow atones for the mistake. And so they say, you know what, I'm just going to stay feeling guilty because this is going to make whatever the choice is I made better. But honestly, all that does is perpetuate the suffering and it limits our capacity for and it limits our capacity for happiness and for joy. And we're deserving of happiness and joy. So we've got to find a way to forgive ourselves and move forward. And on the other hand, sometimes people don't want to forgive themselves because they don't want to forget that mistake or forget that error. They never want to repeat it again. And I understand that that totally makes sense. But at the end of the day, if we are forgiving ourselves, we are accepting what's happened. But not only accepting, we're also learning from that mistake or from that wrong choice. And in our learning, we can grow and evolve. And so therefore, we won't make the same mistakes again because we become a new and better and a more improved version of ourselves. So we make better choices moving forward. Now, let's talk about some of the limiting beliefs that people have around forgiveness. So the first one is, I don't, forg- I don't deserve forgiveness. 
Now, this is a big one, and many people feel like they have to be punished for their mistakes, right? And depending on whatever it is, and you know, a lot of us, most of us, probably everybody, I think, probably carry around some deep, dark secrets with them. Maybe not everybody, but I feel like most people do. A lot of people have something that they've done or experienced or said or thought, whatever, that they they would never want anybody else to know, right? And so you're walking around with that in your head and it can weigh you down. And sometimes if you make a decision that you know is going to hurt others, you know it's going to impact others, that guilt, you almost feel like you deserve it. You're like, I deserve it because I've hurt other people. And so I now have to walk around feeling guilty forever. And I don't deserve forgiveness because I'm a bad person. And that is really like a limited way of thinking. Because again, it's not, we're not trying to escape responsibility. You can accept that you've done wrong. But it doesn't mean that you're not deserving of forgiveness. We're all deserving of forgiveness, especially if you are remorseful. Like if you're remorseful and realize, you know what? I didn't do the right thing here. Then you ex- you can learn from that and you can move forward and you can make better decisions, right? So it's all about the learning and the growing. And the other one is like, I can't change the past. And now this is very true. We can't change the past, but it doesn't mean I can't change the past. So therefore I stay stuck. It's I can't change the past. So what can I learn from this situation so that I can improve so that I can become better in the future and so that I never repeat this situation again? When we forgive ourselves, this is actually an empowering action because it helps us to grow and growth is forward driven. And the last one is, I should have known better. And that one is just a cycle of self-blame. Again, the shoulda, coulda, woulda, right? Everyone makes mistakes. It's part of being human. And sometimes, especially when you make the mistake and you never saw it coming, so you end up also feeling disappointed in yourself, that sense of disappointment is directly connected to shame and the expectations that you have for yourself. So it's when all these things collide together, you just feel like you've majorly let yourself down. But if that's the case, again, accept, okay, this is what happened. But think about how can you give yourself that grace and that self-compassion to still move forward. And I want to know, have you ever thought any of those thoughts before? Do any of them resonate with you? And if so, how do we move forward? But before we move forward, I want to know what is the true cost of holding on to guilt and self-blame? How would your life change if you were to fully embrace self-forgiveness? And what wisdom have you gained from your past mistakes and how can you use that to create a better future? Because if we can answer those questions, we realize that it doesn't have to be the end all and be all in terms of when we've made a mistake. I find that 
a lot of people, one of the things that keeps them stuck is that they keep it to themselves and it just circles over and over and over again. And it's like, you know how a rattlesnake, I'm pretty sure it's a rattlesnake. Actually, I don't know if it's a rattlesnake. Some kind of snake wraps itself around the prey tighter and tighter and tighter. And that's how it kills its prey. That's kind of what it's like if we don't forgive ourselves. We are just, we're squeezing the air out of our own bodies. And we are suffocating ourselves. It is becoming harder and harder to breathe. And that's why it's so important that we forgive ourselves. We need to actually loosen those chains that are around us. We need to relax them so that we can breathe and understand that whatever has happened has happened. And it's time to move forward. It's time to move on. And I will say that a lot of the people I speak to, whether clients, whether friends, family members, whoever, when they open up, it's like you just see a huge release. You can see it in their physical disposition. As if like such a load has been taken off of their shoulders. Because we can't, there's a lot, there's a lot that we go through in life. There's a lot that we're carrying. And how do we keep showing up if we're, if we have this burden on us, right? It's actually obvious to other people. We're just burdened. We're not light. We're not glowing. We're not joyful. We're not on a high vibe because we're being weighed down. And as soon as we realize that there is a safe space where we can show our true self, we can relax, we can be honest, we can be open, we can be vulnerable, that really is the basis for healing and for moving forward. So what are some of the practical strategies we can do? Well, one, of course, we have to acknowledge the mistake. Right? Like if you are in denial and never admit that you made that mistake or made that wrong choice, well, then how can you ever forgive yourself for it? So you have to accept that, okay, I made a mistake. I did something wrong and I own it. Right? And own it without judgment. Like don't say, okay, but this is why and that's why. And don't, don't add the excuses. Just own whatever it is and leave it at that. Just be neutral about it. And then treat yourself with that same kindness and compassion that you would give to a friend and say, okay, you know what? We're all human. We all make mistakes. What can I learn from this, right? How can you learn from a situation? How can you grow? Where is the lesson? There is always a lesson. And then when you learn the lesson, how can you now commit to a change going forward? Because there's no point in learning the lesson and then you still go back and do the same thing again, right? It's like someone teaching you that one plus one is two, but then you get a new test and they put one plus one and you put zero. It's like, no, if you've learned the information, you now need to use it and be informed going forward. And I really think it's important that you seek out support whether a therapist, a counselor, a friend, a family member, whoever you want to share your feelings with that you feel like is safe 
is a safe space for you. Because sharing your feelings can be incredibly healing and oftentimes you'll realize you're not alone. And just getting it out there can be a version of releasing. And I also find that if you engage in meditation or mindfulness, something that helps you to stay in the present, it's easier to forgive yourself. Because the problem with forgiving yourself is that everything is stuck in the past, right? And so your mind is stuck in the past and you keep ruminating on whatever has happened before. But if you can bring yourself into the present and realize like, okay, that was a choice I made then, but these are the the choices that I'm making now, then you can feel more empowered and confident in the now and then looking forward ahead to the future. And one of the practical tools that I like to suggest to clients, and you can try it as well, If you are struggling to forgive yourself in an area, I want you to write a letter to yourself. And I mean physically, get out a piece of paper, get out a pen, and just write down what the situation is that happened. And write down how you felt about it at the time and how you feel about it now. And just be as honest as you can be. It's not about being like super positive or... Um, you know, having a certain kind of mindset. It's just about being honest and getting it all onto paper. And so once you've written down that situation and you've written down how you feel about it then and now, I want you to accept what's happened. And I want you to acknowledge your contribution or your role in whatever it is that's happened. And then I want you to forgive yourself. And I want you to actually write it down. I forgive whoever your name is. So I forgive Natalie for, and then put what it is you're forgiving yourself for. And tell yourself, I am not bringing this up again. And anytime it comes to mind, I'm going to refer back to this letter. Or I'm going to refer back to, you could even do a forgiveness ritual if you want. Maybe you burn a candle, maybe you release a balloon, maybe you um, crumple up that letter.
and burn it or throw it in the garbage. Another strategy is to stand in front of the mirror and just truly look at yourself. Like look at yourself in your eyes. Look at your face. Look at your... Try to see your emotions. Try to see your soul through your eyes if it was at all possible. And keep staring at yourself until you feel deeply connected to the inner you. Now, once you feel connected to that inner you while looking at the mirror, I want you to give yourself a hug. And I want you to look into your eyes in the mirror, but talk to your soul inside. Talk to the inner you inside, the small you inside, and say, I forgive you. It's okay. We're going to be okay. Sometimes I think we have to reassure that inner us, whether it's that inner child or just that inner being, whatever you want to call it. We've got to let that part of us know that we're going to be okay, that we can move forward from this. Because I think that our ego protects us and it doesn't want us to even consider forgiving ourselves sometimes because it might mean that we have to reopen a trauma. And so it might just want to keep us, you know, closed off and unemotional and just detached from a situation. But if we can just confront it head on and accept it and just reassure ourselves that it's okay, we're going to be okay, then we will be okay. Because what we tell ourselves is what is going to happen. And so give yourself that hug, a long embrace, long enough till you feel truly comforted and know for a fact that you can move forward. Sometimes connecting something physical with our body, a physical action to this mental and emotional decision that we're making actually helps us and reinforces the task that we're doing, which in this case is letting something go. And then look to the future. Think about, well, what's it going to look like now that I've released this load, that I no longer have this burden? How can I now show up more authentically, more joyfully? How can I thrive in this new environment? How can I be lighter? And so that's today's call to action. I want you to think about a situation you've been holding on to where you felt guilt or shame or blame. And you and I want you to write yourself a forgiveness letter and give yourself grace, compassion, and understanding as you're writing it. And then I want you to begin that process of letting go and just embracing the freedom to live a more joyful and authentic life. And I want you to know there's so much power in acceptance, accepting what has happened in the past, owning your actions, releasing the shame and guilt, and fully embracing healing and the ability to move forward. And even for myself at this point, like I'm so glad that I no longer have an emotional connection to that action and the decision that I made. I accept that it was the wrong decision. 
I accepted the consequences. I accepted the aftermath. And I accept the lessons that I learned from it as well. Because for a long time, I couldn't. I couldn't accept. I couldn't accept it because I kept saying, but I weighed the pros and cons. And this was the logical decision. And I was so stuck in logic that I couldn't forgive myself because I was like, this doesn't make sense. This outcome doesn't make sense. But again, it's easy to self-sabotage and kind of keep yourself in these corners or keep yourself in these little prisons that you build for yourself. And so you've got to, at some point, just really shine a light and say, well, what's really happening here? How do I free myself from this? How do I move forward? So I invite you to say today's affirmation with me. I am not defined by my past actions. I am defined by the choices I make today. I choose self-forgiveness and self-love. In closing, I want you to remember that forgiving yourself is not only necessary for your well-being, but it's a powerful act of self-love. So embrace the imperfections, embrace the mistakes, embrace the wrong choices, and just empower yourself to heal and to evolve into the best version of you. And remember, the best version of you keeps evolving as well. So the best version of you this year is going to look different than the best version of you next year. You're always improving. If something in this episode resonated, we do this kind of deep healing and transformative work inside the Wellness Reset Program. If you want to learn more about that, book a free discovery call in the show notes. And on that discovery call, we'll discuss your current challenges that are impacting your mindset and wellness and create a plan to move you forward towards your goals. You deserve to thrive and have clarity, sense of purpose, rest, peace, and joy. This podcast is brought to you by Captivate Podcasting Platform. Start a free trial by clicking the link in the show notes. Until next time, continue to serve yourself, your loved ones, and your community from a full platform.